Maya Burry has the rural news. Kia ora, good morning to you. Morena Gain. Now, Wairua farmers worried about red tape slowing down the clean-up. Yes, uh, this is uh, Federated Farmers Wairoa representative Alan Newton, who we've been speaking to. His main concern is that once the state of emergency is over, he's worried that repairs to the vital state highway 2, which links the area to Napier, that will slow down. Uh, at the moment, the road is closed with multiple slips and washouts. And Alan Newton says under the emergency measures, the local council can just get in and get work underway without permits. When New Zealand comes out of a state emergency, the government will piss around and procrastinate and put things off and it'll take half a lifetime to reopen this road. So reality is that our council is doing pretty well. They're just pushing through. They've, they've sent a log crew down onto the main road to put in a big culvert so we can get access across the blown out bridges. They're doing that under the emergency, while we're under emergency civil defence. They've got balls and brains enough to... Um, take it on board to just get it done. And the, this whole community relies on that road. If that road's not open, we can't get produce to the port. AFCO can't get its meat out. The, the logging guys can't get their logs out. Farmers got no income. We've got no life. And Alan Newton says farmers without damage on their land in the area, they have been in the local town Wairoa helping clear silt from residential properties and, and using their tractors to get stuck in. And it was during one of these efforts that Alan says he actually managed to take advantage of what wasn't a good situation for a local dairy farmer. We were, the town ran out of milk um, the other day and we were cleaning up a house and they were talking about the dairy farmer dumping milk and we had no milk left at home. And I thought, oh, crikey. So I emptied out my water bottles and raced up to his place at about 5.30 and filled my water bottles with milk from his vat because he was only only dumping it. Basically, there'd been a steady stream of people coming and getting milk from him. That's Alan Newton, who's been enjoying some fresh milk locally sourced. Uh, Federated Farmers, it has been calling on the Environment Minister to amend the local, uh, sorry, the Resource Management Act so that these cyclone-affected farmers, they can do remedial work that may be in breach of uh, usual district or regional regulatory requirements. Uh, it says that this amendment it was made following the Kaikoura earthquake. Uh, the government it has sig- signalled that if these measures are needed, it will make those changes. Uh, just in terms of some other announcements uh, relevant to farmers affected by the cyclone. Uh, as we did hear earlier in morning report, there's also grants of up to $40,000 now available to farmers and growers for urgent work such as clearing silt. What about animal welfare issues, uh, especially in Hawke's Bay? I understand there's some, some big efforts being put in there. Definitely. Uh, so the Massey University emergency vet team, it's just left the uh, region. There, there was a small emergency response vet team uh, from the university that arrived in the region uh, last week. It had several days of doing technical rescues and evacuations of animals, as well as veterinary checks and providing other support. And team manager Patrice Pallison-Putt uh, says that work included helping uh, five goldfish, which were found in a gutter, uh, treating chickens that had been swept up in floodwaters as well as um, lots of livestock requests, so injured or trapped uh, sheep and cattle. Uh, She says it was a devastating event. Uh, Some of the animals had been stuck for several days, and sadly uh, some did have to be put down. Uh, But she says there are also some astonishing stories of survival, including three sheep that they found on a roof. When we first found the sheep, the water was too high into an act of rescue. So we put water and hay on the roof, checked that they had no visible injuries, and we came out the next day. They're flight animals. They they run away from you. They're not pets in that sense. Um, the roof was compromised, 
And so, and obviously it's, you know, it's up high. So you've got to have people on ropes and in harnesses. And so we actually set up a ramp. Thankfully, there was a wheelchair next door with a portable loading race. So we managed to move that over to the property. So we had a ramp from the roof down to the ground into a yard. Um, And that was how we managed to get the sheep down. That's Patrice Pallison-Putt talking about herding sheep down from a roof in Hawke's Bay. (laughs) Thanks, Maya. Maya Burry there with the rural news.